0: get ready it's time for motorsports madness powered by the staff at race chaser online your motorsports your way every day and now here's your host jacob Seelman.
1: this is the part where i look over to my right and laugh because ankram wasn't paying attention and didn't have his headset on when we were going <laughs> live <laughs> come on son you should know uh. better <laughs>
2: I was looking at this interesting video on or on Instagram. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't look at the time.
1: It's okay. We'll forgive him this time. He showed up in the building, so we kind of have to be nice to yes. him. Anyway, this is Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercrew.edu if you didn't know. I'm Jacob Seelman, he's Tom Baker, and yes, that's Tyler Ankrum, who's back with us. And I'm curious because you've been very fun on social media lately uh and we're talking about the ranch because, you know, you actually took enough time off that to come see us tonight.
2: You were looking for a name the last
1: time I looked on social media. Have we solved that crisis
2: yet? We have. We have, yeah. It's uh, called uh, F.U. Farms, uh, For Us Farms. So uh, F.U. Farms. What, what, what for were Us your, Farms. What were you guys thinking? Oh, gosh, you guys were thinking that. I oh, know. Oh. You guys were sick.
3: We used to have such faith in you, Tyler, and then <laughs> – you you went wait, all, for us farms. Wait it's wait not wait. We hard. had
2: faith in him uh, for a little while. <laughs> for a little while. Bono wow,
3: correctly. a few farms. Okay, if I had farms, so many it's, other.
2: It's perfect. We got it on the wrought iron gate for us farms. A few farms for us farms. I, it's it's got a little subscript underneath it, so when you see it, it's like, oh, you know, these people aren't you know total jerks, but <laughs> it's uh it's it fun. should it's just say these people ain't right. Yeah. that is the truth (laughs) that is true for us farms.
4: I want to be a fly on the ball when he orders pizza. Yeah. <laughs> those,
2: those dark nights, it's like, man, I don't know if I should go through this gate. Maybe I should ring first. Where are
3: we delivering this at, yeah. at, at
2: you farms? That's probably the only reason why the UPS man keeps on just saying, hey, sorry, got to catch you later. He leaves that note on the Oops. keypad. He
4: keeps yeah. leaving though. We're sorry we missed you. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'm not going in there.
1: On that note, we actually have a show to get to tonight. Well, see, but you went and
3: asked him that
5: question
2: I right off the bat. I started you it. As you're watching you were the UKF Sky through a high-powered scope. <laughs> yeah. i No. Kidding. kidding. No. no we no. no, we really we totally do a have a commercial already. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. We're going to, be go- going to break. Going to break. <laughs> Hang on. No. That's my job. Come on.
1: We have Tyler Ankrum with us for a while tonight. We're also going to talk about Richmond because that's coming up. But when we come back, we have my favorite thing, breaking news, which we'll
6: get to right after this. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
2: This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to the
10: Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show.
1: I found the other DGR driver that was in the system and made that happen. Since I'm still working on editing Tyler's, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to a bad the, day when we did that at
2: Martin's It was a very long day, and that was just the start. <laughs> that was like maybe what eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah, something right before like that. qualifying. Yeah, no, it was Friday. It was Friday before practice. It was Friday. Friday. Now that was practice. a good day.
2: We were fir- or were fastest in first practice, and then I think we we're like I don't know eighth or ninth practice. We didn't mock up last practice, but something like that Friday was actually a good day like Friday we're like heck yeah we're about to kick some booty and then it's like the nope. race was and qualifying was complete exact opposite of what we wanted so yeah
1: we'll get to that we'll get to the good part that came after Martinsville in a second first F. E.
2: farms or <laughs> for us farms I should clarify every time for, for us, us farms. Farms. no I, I don't want somebody I don't want somebody to come on and it's like what? Like as soon as I say it, so I got to clarify for us farms. Okay, it's for us farms, but continue. No, I was going I
1: was going to Texas, but first I'm oh, going Oh, Texas, yeah.
10: I <laughs> for- Forgot about Texas. You going to make I- me put a disclaimer at the bottom of the video every time you say you're <laughs> <farm. laughs> <laughs> for us farms. Yeah. yeah or the- anyway, the, the show's going to get a PG-13 rating. Yeah, we
4: advertising for his farm every time he says that it, it flashes yeah. on the bottom of the screen.
2: That's <laughs> 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 like like in the CNN where you got the the running board on the bottom. Or it's just got, like, other kind of, like, you know, no news <laughs> we, no one really wants to know. We've already <laughs> lost control of this show. God help us all.
1: Anyway. It's all your fault. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercrew.edu. If anybody's still out there that hasn't run away screaming yet, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, that's Tyler Akram, yep. who's already causing trouble. Havoc. And Havoc. And yep. It's all good. We're okay with that. Okay oh, you're going to leave me hanging, too. Oh, I see him. Sorry. <laughs> Back in the tech shed, <laughs> since I didn't do this during segment one, wow. you just heard from them, Randy Miller and Chris
3: Murdoch. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Chris okay. is over there punching video buttons. Yeah. Randy's
1: doing all the Chris audio. Chris isn't
4: fast enough to make it across the table to say hi, but it's okay. Says, that's
1: like, okay. Far. He says hi in spirit. Yeah, yes. we get it. Before the break, I said my two favorite words. I'm going to say them F- again. You? No. Frost farm. Breaking
3: news. Frost farm.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For us farm. <laughs> Good job, Randy. Woo. I'll give you points for that. Anyway, breaking news. Andretti Autosport has an announcement tomorrow.
3: Tyler Hankin racing the Indy 500.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> With us Farms on the hood.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: There's no hood on an Indy car. I right? know. Yeah. Or on the wing, I guess. There you
1: go. Yeah, no. Tyler is not driving for nope. Andretti Autosport in the Indy 500. However, Andretti Autosport will be announcing a driver for Indianapolis in the month of May at for at Long Beach yes. tomorrow 12:30 okay. Pacific time.
3: That's 3:30 No. That's Yes,
1: yes that's 3:30 3:30 our time, time. time. Yep. Yep. So, that led to immediate rampant speculation. Who's going to drive this car because well, we thought they were done at 5 after they announced Connor Daly. But as we've seen Things can change, and things are changing, and it's led to some interesting speculation because they've been touting their Indy 500 lineup as an all-American driver lineup.
3: So... Well, we know it's not Kurt Busch this time. Or Kyle Busch, or for Kyle that Bush. matter. But Kurt but, drove form before. We know it's not yes, Kurt because so we know it's he's not running Kurt. for Ganassi, so yep. that you know, yep. obviously wouldn't
1: happen. So that led me to ask the question, okay, what Indy 500 or IndyCar experienced American drivers don't have rides for the 500 yet. And that led to a couple of things that we talked about before the show. I have a personal favorite that we did not talk about before the show that I'll get to in a minute. However, the yes. two tied at the top of my priority list as potential options. One finished second in the Indy 500 back in 2011, and the other has not run in the Indy 500 yet. We'll talk about the uh, guy who finished second eight years ago first, J.R. Hildebrand. yes. I like this as an option because, well, other than the Panther car, I think it's easily the best equipment that he would ever have been in at the Speedway. Yeah, No disrespect. No yeah. disrespect to Ed Carpenter. I just think, you know, Andretti Carpenter Did he Carson. run for ECR?
5: East... Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: He ran for ECR1. Okay. And he ran for Dreyer Reinbold last year, I believe. Okay. Um, but, no, I think JR would be certainly a logical choice if you look sure. at his past history at the Speedway and – like like we mentioned, easily the best equipment he's ever been in to contest he came the within a corner of winning it. Yes, yeah. twenty eleven. That's yeah. correct. And then there's this rookie guy that Tom and I are both fairly high on. Who? Uh, well, that was thought, my pick. Yeah, thought he was going to be with Carlin, and then Pato Award happened, so now he's been looking. But I think RC Enerson could make a fun choice. I agree. I
3: think RC is very talented, and I think he would be very good in the car. Um, I think he would he would do well. I don't think he's the type that. Would take silly chances and overdrive no. the car. I think R.C.'s a very intelligent young man. I think he'd be fine. So,
1: that leads me to my random thought of... Frost Farms? Hmm, this could happen. Tyler no, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Sorry. Well, this driver has finished, I believe, sixth in the or sixth or seventh in the Indianapolis 500 the last time he ran it. The last time he ran it, he was in a premier car. And as far as the press release read a week or so ago, he's not currently booked to race or do anything else in the month of May. And conveniently, he's already going to be at Long Beach tomorrow because he's working there this weekend. Tom's trying to figure it out. Confident, no, right? I know who you're talking about now. Now you do. I think. Uh huh. He's not on the broadcast team, so oh. why not? Why wouldn't he be in the driver's seat? Well, that would be an AJ Allmendinger. That would be an AJ Allmendinger, and that how much fun really would intriguing, that be? Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wow. But it can't be Townsend Bell because Townsend has to be on the telecast. Jacob, but AJ is, doesn't.
10: J- Apparently, you missed the announcement where AJ is on the, the broadcast. When did here. they add oh. that? Because when they it released like the last four, week, that when they
1: released in that press release, oh, AJ's name see, wasn't I didn't in it. See that? Okay, I didn't either,
2: and I look all the time. Now
3: well, there you go. Now sitting. you're
1: now you're going to make me go now back you're, and look. You're broken hearted now. I am a little bit broken. AJ yeah. can't do it. Yeah, I I, I knew that.
3: Well, that's I interesting. I,
1: I but it's still an interest. See, see, the other two Americans that you would think could be logical
3: are Townsend and AJ. Well. Well, I mean, if Townsend gets an opportunity to drive, I now, would suppose Townsend's had opportunities, or AJ for that matter. I mean, I mean if just
1: because they're going to be part of the telecast doesn't mean they couldn't be in race
3: part of the telecast. Hello. well, that's true, but I'm just saying, I I think you certainly get uh, you'd certainly get permission, and, oh, sure. and they would, you know, NBC would understand if you get a chance to race in the thing. Exactly, um, AJ's a would be a great pick i think it would be um fun. townsend also runs really well in indy and you put them in good equipment but somehow i would suspect that we're closer on the first couple and i i would yeah. suspect that enerson would be a sneaky good pick who would probably bring some money um if it's going to be an american-born racer i mean obviously if if they're going to break that cycle and have one non-American, then it opens up a whole bunch of other. Hey, guess spot. what?
1: Chris is wrong.
3: Oh, I oh. just
1: I'm looking at the at the concrete NBC Sports Group press box <clears throat> press release right now, and I'm going to count these on my fingers as we go along. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Tirico, Danica Patrick, Chris DeVoto, Danica Rutledge Patrick. Wood. Yes, <laughs> that happened a while ago. Really, Rutledge Wood. Okay. Lee Diffie, Townsend Bell, Paul Tracy, Marty Snyder, Kelly Stavis, Kevin Lee, Jan Beekes, Robin Miller, Dylan Welch. That's 14, Holy and that cow. does not
3: include
4: A.J. Allmendinger,
3: Christopher.
1: Hey, Chris,
5: Boom.
4: Well, Chris, Chris, Chris will look it up see if he can find it again. Chris ahead. just uh, for us farmed you, just so you know. For us farmed you. We're
2: booting our website next week with apparel, and uh, we're going we're gonna to go all out on this one for us farms. See, That's I like awesome. the way you think. That's yep. awesome. We're plugging it. I'm going to create its own Instagram account for us farms. There you go. <laughs> hey. If you're gonna go, go all in. Go right. all in, right? I yeah.
3: mean, you know, you got
2: cows. You could have yeah. forest dairy. Yeah, we we, right. got, we can have cow tipping tournaments. <laughs> you, know, <we'll>
1: <laughs> yeah, you would. You would bring up cow tipping <laughs> on yeah. this show. I yeah. actually did that one oh, time. Yeah, and I did too. It, it hurt. really scary. It hurt wow. a lot. <laughs> yeah. On that note, we're yep. gonna go away to a break. And my dream we're of we're up, sure. where, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my we're dream we're of AJ Allmendinger winning the Indy 500 is still alive. So there. When we come back, I have no idea idea What kind of trouble we're going to get into, but we probably need to a talk a little oh, I bit think about. I re- do. Yeah. yeah. No, we need to talk about Texas, too, yeah. because that That's was really good do. for Tyler, yeah. and we'll do that right around the turn. Everything's so. bigger in Texas.
2: <laughs> it is. For <Forest> Us Farms 2.0. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> this is Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercrew.edu. He's Tyler Ankrum, he's Tom Baker. I'm Jacob Seelman. We'll be back <laughs> right after this.
3: Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent ya.
7: What an awesome game.
9: Hi, this is Austin Terrio, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, of which, aside from their support of this show, I have been hearing a lot of ads on local radio from them lately. A lot of presence, and we'll talk about them a little bit more later on. Jacob Seelman. Tom Baker, See? Tyler Ankrum is to my right and has about had us in stitches already during yep. this show. Randy Miller, we'll Going to the hospital
2: later. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> Randy
1: Miller and Chris Murdoch are behind the glass. And if I can breathe long enough to finish this show, it might be a minor miracle. Yeah, <laughs> that would be
4: Fu Medical Center. Yep. <laughs> Say hello to, to Chase Camry your... in the <laughs> chat. Yeah. Uh, hi
3: Chase. Good to have Chase in our chat today. He was on our uh, show and he, last he, he week. He was. Chase was
1: sitting where you're sitting now. About five days, seven no, days, seven days ago. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, last Thursday. And then he that's went right. and, f- and had his but best went, finish in yeah. Bristol after yeah. second. Yeah, so, so good job, that's buddy. what coming on our show does; it brings people good luck. Well, we also have Canada representing Gord Hoopers in the chat as well. So they have uh, that's trouble. one of our fine kidding, friends to the, from the north up there, tuning in and uh, checking us out today. Tyler Kernan
2: as well. Hello, S- Tyler.
1: So you mentioned that Chase had this Tyler. Nope, no, um, not no, you, Tyler. Sarah Kernan. Out of Siler, New Siler, Sorry, anyway. Tyler
2: Kernan. Oh, oh, never mind. I don't see you. Yeah, screen. I'm in the chat.
1: All right, so circling back to yes. racing talk, you mentioned that Chase had good luck after he came on this show. Tyler had good luck before he came on this show, and the reason that we have him on right now is because he had good luck.
2: Yeah. Texas was really good to you. Yeah. Well, for the most part, Texas was really good to me. We had a really good truck, uh, which was, you know, having a good. Good car good trucks, and, you know, half the battle. But we did battle pretty hard for most of that race. Um, it took me a good solid five laps to figure it out. You Starting six, you know, you're up, you're up in the high renting district, and they don't mess around up there. Oh yeah. And so when we all went off the fir- went out into the first turn, it was like, oh, this is all right. And then we got halfway through, I was like, holy cow! Like guys were three, four wide, and I'm like three wide inside, <laughs> two wide. I was, I'm like. What is going on here? Then, you know, we're up to speed, and we go to the next turn, and that's when you really felt the air. You know, 3 and 4 was scary enough, and then you went down to 1 and 2 because it's so flat, and it was a completely not what I was expecting at all. Like, it almost almost scared me because uh, solder got my right recorder, and I got super, super tight, and I just plowed up the racetrack because I I was just driving it like I did in practice. I wasn't going to drive it any other way. And that's just that that's not the way to do it in dirty air, so it took me a solid five laps to figure it out fell back to like tenth and then you know kind of just start plugging way up there and then uh first pit stop we had a no second pit stop we had an uncontrolled tire uh first pit stop, a lap car uh a pitted pitted a foot in front of my nose, so I had to back up and go back out oh boy, so we lost five positions from that second pit stop we had an uncontrolled tire. And then uh, from there on out, last pit stop was gas only and, uh, you know, got the third. And then, you know, new tires just kind of took over and we were able to uh, hold them off for six. So it was a really good race. Uh, I loved I loved Texas. Texas, well, obviously, my first mile and a half. It's going to be my favorite. It's my favorite mile and a half. So uh, Kansas is our next mile and a half, which I'm super excited for because I've always loved watching Kansas. You can do so much there. Uh, there's so many different grooves versus Texas. Ter- Texas is pretty much the bottom all the way around, uh, which I hope next time we go back they make the PJ one uh, grippier on the top, so you know the top can come more into effect down to one and two. Uh, you know three and four you can you know pretty much you can never fix because you're just wide open already. Right. But uh, I love Texas. Texas was very interesting. Uh, I had in finger get on my door which was a very big save, which irritated me. I remember that, that. Which irritated me. They didn't even get it on TV because I was like, I was door numbers almost spun out, and I was about to wreck it, and I wow. saved it I saw,
1: I saw that on RaceView, actually. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, because that happened, and I thought I was going to loop it around. And uh, uh, that's when we fell back to 8th and raced our way back up to 6th there on that final restart. And then uh, just side drafting and drafting, you know, uh, Moffitt said it before the race. He's like, don't don't be surprised if you're on the chip halfway down the front stretch because that's just how big of a draft you get. And sure enough, you know, at the flag stand, you know, you hit the chip and then you're just on it all the way to your lift. Wow! So the the runs you could get, uh, that was probably the hardest thing for me to really, you know, actually focus on because everyone, you know, uh, everyone just kind of just follows the leader. So wherever the leader goes, they're going to follow that draft. So. The leader's just you know cutting, making the smallest track or smallest way around the track because it's a D shaped front stretch. That's where everyone else is going to go because mm. they're going to try and catch that wake of air. Sure. So I'll, at this point in race, you know, most of the race, everyone was just up by the wall. Well, I'm over. I'm down there on the bottom. Like, well, why am I down here? That's ridiculous. You know, I'm up there. I need to be up there in the draft, trying to suck up behind guys. So, I, I mean, I've been short tracking for so long. It, it's you kind of, you know. Doing the you know you got to do what's uncomfortable mm-hmm. or doing what's unnatural to what you are doing you're almost sure you're almost sense. recreating your your driving style when you go to those, go to those kinds of places. It's all so, new programming, yeah, mental programming, and it's it's uh it's pretty it's pretty insane because just the draft or the side drafting, you know, you you drop thousands of RPM or you know one or two thousand RPM and your head goes forward in this like your head it's like someone put punched your brakes. And you just you just go forward, and wow. it's not and it's not like you're going any sl- – or it's not like – obviously, you're going slower, but it's not like the guy is side drafting and he's going any faster. He's just slowing you down more, you know, which obviously hurts time on the racetrack when the leaders are checking out. But uh, it's just insane and very interesting and uh, kind of gives you more of an appreciation of having a aerod- – it gives you appreciation of having clean body – Panels, nothing yeah. dinged up to upset the car. But truck, I mean, so I mean we had a really good truck. Can't wait to get to Dover. We were good there last year in the Canon car. They were very very good in the truck. So I'm pretty confident of what I can do there and what DJ can do there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Bono, Bono, no, Bono's the man. He knows he knows what to do, and he can call a race like no other. Oh yeah. So. Yeah mean honestly if if, if we would have pit and took two or three tire or took two or four tires on that last pit stop, uh we would have probably finished anywhere between tenth and 15th, but he had the confidence in me I could hold my ground, and we only lost three positions from from third and that was pro- that was the thing that hurt me the most at Texas was figuring out my shifting points because it's, it's so hard because the transmission ratios are so much different mm-hmm. uh, from the canon car. It's the same thing I struggled with. Going from the supermodel to the Canon car, you know, just transmissions are so much different from supermodel to a Canon car. Well, they're just, you know, they're similar from Canon to truck, but you're, you know, instead of going at 35 at most places and starting fifth gear or in in first gear, well, Texas, you're going 55 and you're in between. You could go first gear. You could go second gear. So if you're back in 15th, you definitely can go second gear. Well, in the front, you got to go first gear. So it's like, okay, am I, far, am I far back enough, or am I too far forward? What what do I do? So figuring out those, those shifting points, getting clean shifts. Um, I I always um, never never really lost ground, but I never gained ground. I always just kind of maintained. Um, so that's something I definitely I need to do better next time. Is
3: so. it tough to go from a short track like Martinsville to a
2: tr- fast big
3: fast track like Texas? When, I mean, when you're still kind of so new to the whole thing,
2: yes and no. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten to the point where I can kind of just flick on switches and off and on in my head. Um, I feel like I've been doing this long enough now, where I can actually physically think about, like, okay, dude, you're not on a you're not on a half mile anymore. You know, okay. these guys are, you know, the fast guys are wide open all the way around here. They know exactly what they want and what they need to do on their trucks. So, like us, for anybody watching, that's the one thing I just say. You know, if you can scan Kyle Busch during practice, um, you know, he just goes, yeah, raise the right side track bar. It'll be good. It's like, <laughs> what? Or it's like, oh, put our spring rubber in the left ear," Or put, we need, I need more left rear spring. Or, you know, what's in, what's in it? 225? Okay, we need a 250. Or we need 275. You know, that guy knows so much that, that that's re- probably the reason why he's so good. Mm-hmm. And he just beats the competition. So, sure, I've really been focusing on that, is just learning the trucks. Um, you know, you'll... Before getting into it, you know, I learned so much at DGR just between the supermodels and the Canon cars. Um, you know, fundam- the fundamentals don't change that much. It's just the numbers get bigger. Right. You know, obviously it's a truck, so mm-hmm. it's heavier, it's longer, it's wider, it's this, it's that. You know, th- you know things do change, but you know, track bar and, and truck does the same thing as it does on the super a supermodel or a freaking midget. You know, you know, they all they're all pretty similar. So that's probably the one thing that I've been trying to learn the most is just communication, you know. um, When you uh, dumbify it, when it's just like it's a two loose in, a five tight in the center, and it's a six loose off, I feel like that's not enough. When, When you're communicating to the guys, you can be like, hey, man, like it's loose in, I think it's laying on the right front tire. Or, man, it's tight in the corner, I don't think we have enough bar load. I think we need the t- right front tire needs to load more. I don't think I think it's loading too much. Right. Or mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the right front's just kind of numb, and the left front's pulling the truck around the racetrack. You give it information like that, they can actually work on specific areas. Well, of the Well, it, it
3: shortens the, yeah. the, the the time to adjust.
2: Right. You know, they yeah. get to where you need to be a lot faster yeah. if you can that, have that knowledge. That helped helped a lot at Texas because I'll be honest, we test at Charlotte and we we're. Bad fast to Charlotte. Right. And we were, I mean, we were, you know, Kyle Busch fast. I'm a single truck. Kyle Busch fast to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And then I wrecked it. And it scared me. When they said, they had data on the truck. When they said I hit the wall, well, they said when I got loose, I was going 185 in the middle of three and four. Wow. And I slowed it down to 184. (laughs) Had all four tires locked up. Slowed it down one mile per hour before I hit the wall. And it scared me. It was legit. It was the first time where I actually hurt in a race car. And it was the first time where I got out and, like, my, like, it was so slow mo that when i hit the wall i could feel my ribs and my shoulder and my, like my jaw i felt all concave i felt like i just whole, felt my body just wow. sh- shrivel yeah. shrink up and uh it legitimately scared me so when i got to texas cuz i've i've never been the kind of guy where hold that thought I'll let you finish Are we going to break? after the break. Yeah. A break. Okay. We need to go to break. Sorry.
1: It's okay. Tyler's long-winded. Yeah. We'll be back with more Motorsports Gosh, Madness for powered that. by mycomputercareer.edu in just a moment. Stick around.
9: at what age and size should a child start using a booster seat?
7: Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
10: Hi, I'm Dylan Bassett, and you're listening to Race Talk on Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports.
1: And that lets us plug that Spark Plug, no pun intended, or maybe it was intended, you'll never know, is racing
3: Richmond this weekend. That would be Dylan. Yes, that would be Dylan. Younger brother of Ronnie, who's been racing. He run for that team. ISM and I think Texas. Going to be be fun to see Dylan out there. Going to be fun.
1: Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. You're welcome. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker, who is also being a smart person.
3: <laughs> that's who I am. Yeah.
1: Just being me, me. Most of the time.
2: Hey, let's just be honest here. Oh, jeez. You
1: know, uh-oh. That's Tyler Ankrum, by the way. There's no Einsteins
2: in here. We've just been memorizing things. Smart people already figure it out. There's hey, my piece. That's all. I resemble that remark. Good night. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> no. We should clip that one, too. That's, yeah.
3: That's, uh... Tyler Ancrum. Yep. Yeah. Last year's I, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. camp. So I would perfection. say he'll be here all week, but I don't know that any of us could
2: survive Dinner all that. Dinner shows <laughs> nightly at <No>. 7. <laughs> nightly at 7. Don't forget to tip your waiter. <laughs> On FU Farms. For us, Farms.
3: Yeah. Family So
2: United. restaurants, yeah. t-shirts. Next thing, restaurants, t-shirts. For us, Farms 2.0. Then we're going radio shows. Or there you go podcast either way dairy huh? okay. yeah. got of a dairy for your Dairy, cows. yeah yeah
1: so before the
2: break tyler for to, was for us dairy that's that's i'll catchy. be your biggest customer for us dairy that's a catchy too but anyways uh, what we're back talking to racing.
1: about Back I, I would yes back oh, to yeah. racing so, before uh, the break you were talking about how the test at charlotte uh, and the crash and oh, yeah, going so, to texas
2: so that you know i was i was in the because i I'm not really been the you know i just like want to jump right into it mm-hmm. you know when you jump pool, when you're jumping in a pool we're jumping in a pool you know when you're going slower, it's worse than just jumping right in. Right. So we went to Charlotte. It was just like, okay, if you want to take your time, you can. And, uh, you know, you just want, you know, you can go wide open comfortably. So I just I go on the race. I just banged through the gears and pff, it was wide open. And we went, came in, and I was like, so uh, how much time do we need, need to pick up? And Bowen was looking at the stopwatch. He's like, we're good, dude. We can start working on this thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, sweet. And then, you know, they were super, you know, pumped up about how fast we were. And then that happened. We wrecked, or I wrecked. And then uh, just being overconfident myself. And then uh, we went to Texas, and I was in the car with my dad, and who uh, was hurting himself. He just got bucked off his horse Ooh, the day we oh were. Oh, boy. Yikes. So he's, I think he's going to have surgery for that. So he was like, hey, man, you know. Just take it easy. You know, we need, we need a, actually, we need a truck. Like we're not at a test here. We're, we're a race weekend. I was like, w- dude, why are you talking? You just got bucked off like a day ago. Like sell the horse so, I, <laughs> so you can keep on going to work so we can go racing. Sell
3: the horse, ride a truck.
2: Yeah. Or a tractor either way. Yeah, a tractor. So, uh, that, it, it, I don't know. It just matured. It made, made matured me, I think, um, Kind of made me feel like you know these trucks do have a limit. You're mortal. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I mean the thing with these trucks is when they get sideways, you know they they yaw and they pitch and the air catches them. But it's a lot different than a K&N car. You know a K&N car, K&N car you can get really sideways, but you know it might not be as long or it might not have that big giant billboard on the side. But it's got a lot more overwake. You know the roof. Yeah. To catch it, you know that cab mm-hmm. in the truck is that wide. Like it's not very wide at all. So when you have all that wake of air coming over the truck, there's nothing left left to hold it. So when those trucks get super sideways, there's pretty much no saving. They just get out of the throttle and let go of the wheel. So and that's what happened to me. And uh so that really just, you know, you know, made me realize that, hey man, like slow down. You know, you don't need to go out there and set the world on fire in your first truck start. So, um I learned a lot in Texas. Gained a lot of confidence in Texas, which I think will help at Kansas. I was going to ask you about that and what, you know, being able
1: to finish sixth and Mm. have a run that was really representative of the speed you guys showed did for
2: you. Well, I think because, you know, I think it's almost the same conversation as we had last year. You know, DGR was this young team. Well, DGR, you know, even for the truck stuff, even though they had a truck in every race last year, they never had a full-time guy. Never. Right. Right. So, yes, we are still young because we have a notebook, but it's not a consistent notebook. It's a notebook, notebook based off every driver. So I think with me and Bono being paired up, um, even, even if I'm not with DGR next year or even with if I'm with a different crew chief next year or even if I'm not racing at all, we, we don't know. Uh, anything could happen. At least going to next year, that the team as a whole is better off which I think is really important. That's
3: great. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: I know you were talking about this earlier and how Texas is kind of its own animal. Mm-hmm. But is there anything that you can take away from that race and the positivity that you had there and utilize at Kansas next
2: month? Uh, yes, of course. I mean, obviously, you know, when when you leave those kinds of tracks, you got to uh, cognitively – rethink and reshape all the po- negatives into positives that's all you got to do um you, you you know start pounding all those negatives on top of those positives then you're just like well i suck you know that that's all it is yeah you know, so you, what you got to do is when you get out of the truck i have a I have i have a journal i have a notebook and i'm like you know i came on this restart i could i should have done this or you know instead of going to the top i should have went to the bottom i would have you know i would have had more track position uh stuff like that you just got to cognitively uh, reshape uh, the race, mm-hmm. you know, not to make yourself look better, but to learn and be like, hey, man, like, you know, I messed up on this restart. I did this and said I should have done that. Now I know not to do that, Kansas. So you don't make start making the same mistakes because, yes, I am a quote-unquote rookie, and there are quote-unquote rookie mistakes. But in order for you to succeed in today's world, you basically got to do what William Byron did. That's That's really what it is. You got to go out there. You got to win a lot. You gotta perform a lot, you gotta be up front all the time. You really almost don't have the opportunity to be a rookie. You don't have to you can't have those uh uh excuses like I'm just a rookie out here. No, you gotta you gotta you're racing against veterans who've been doing it for a really long time.
3: I think you're allowed to be a rookie, but mm-hmm. I don't think you're allowed to think like one. Is, Is that it, kind yeah. of what you're saying? Yes, correct. Yeah. I mean you you, you and that's not even a good thought process anyway, right because I think you're, you're starting to understand now more and more that the mental side of this yeah. is as important as the physical
2: side of yeah. it, yeah if, if if anything, I think it's more important than the physical side Cause I know, I'll be honest like you know I, I, I look around and I'm like, dude, I, I can kind of take a few of these guys on you're know, God, <laughs> they got a bigger belly than me I yeah. oh, grant, I'm eighteen years old I shouldn't have a belly and I don't, but I'm like you know looking around, around's like, you know for a time about 50 yard dash it'll be close 100 yards oh i got this all day <laughs> you know in in running aspects but that's probably the one one of the things that you know craft and kyle solder uh and finger or even Rhodes, he's been in it for a while Yeah. you know they have that knowledge or, or as, as i don't i'm just pretty much you know flying by the seat of my pants right um, so you know watching film talking uh being a being being a sponge, that's all it is. Is being a sponge, being positive, yep. being a leader. You know that that goes a long ways. You know I, I've had plenty of people tell me that. You know there are some. I you don't know, we'll say any name. There are retired Cup drivers that would have won a lot more if they would have been kinder, been more of a leader uh, to their crew. Yep. You know, I'll I'll be honest. I jokingly say it, but you know they had an uncontrolled tire on the piss house. So I was like. So you ladies going to get this next one? Are we going to be perfect on this ne- next pit stop? Now, obviously, I try to be playful in calling them ladies, but, like, you know, I, I don't want to badmouth them other than at the end of the day because, you know, if a tire would a quote-unquote, accidentally fall off, that hurt. <laughs> well, so, yeah. yeah, and see, so, there and, again. And the then,
3: uncontrolled tire thing for yeah. me is a and it's always, specious thing yeah, anyway. But, but.
2: I, th- I think it's fun because, you know, they make fun of me a lot, so i got to make fun back. You know, they can't win all well, the time. Well, again, and
3: like, that's a case of knowing – you guys yeah. having that camaraderie, right. mm-hmm. and it does break the tension of the moment yeah. if they understand yeah. that, yeah.
2: Yeah, if if, if you're, you know, we, we all know some of those drivers who will come on the radio and, you know, cuss and scream and whine, you know, you know, don't be that guy. Just be like, hey, man, you know, you ladies messed up. I, I, I think it's funny when I say it, but it might not be to some people, but you just be like, hey, man, we messed up. It's going
10: to be fine, you know. You want to know a fun fact? Sure. It, it, you know, Kyle Bush hasn't lost since he grew his beard out, so maybe you just need to grow a beard.
2: Dude, I. Okay, actually, I probably shouldn't say that, but. The problem is, he, he kind of looks like. Need to have a he beard. looks like the guy from Narcos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the, what's his actor's name? Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I knew it too, because I, I was talking about this earlier today. But he looks like one of those guys from the Netflix show Narcos. Not everybody uh, needs
3: facial hair, and he does not do that well. No, no Jimmy
2: Johnson. That guy David Johnson had it rocks rolling. a beard. He well. does. He does. Yeah. Yeah, he
3: does. He's, Kinda, it's, he's got the Especially, salt. Especially,
2: I was gonna say he's he, get more salt than he, pepper. He's got the salt and pepper. So look, it becomes I,
3: the dignified. Yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah.
2: Chicks find it good looking. So I think I, yeah. might, I might be going for the salt and pepper look Pro, now.
3: Well, you, but Dude. you you aren't gonna have any salt for, for about thirty years. Yeah. So and it, no,
2: and if it, you guys see my dad's head, I'm screwed. Holy <laughs>
5: cow.
2: <laughs> oh. You know, you look at pictures of my dad when he was my age. You know, he had more hair than me. Actually, I got a haircut yesterday, but my dad's hair was stood a foot tall, and and you know, you can you had to you know run a freaking you know six foot long comb through it just to you know get it flat or look <laughs> nice. And I look at my dad now; he's got he's practically got a bowl on top of his head. And then I look at my grandpa. He's got no hair. I was like, "Oh my lord!" Like, <laughs> I, I thought I thought I had a chance. I thought I had a chance when I turned a teenager. I was like, "You know, I got good looking hair here, guys. Like, you know, no hats at the racetrack. You know, let the you know I got good I got good yeah, looking sure helmet do. hair. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, "No hats. You know, I'll wear your collared shirts and t shirts all the time, but no hats. I look goofy in a hat, anyways." But, uh,
1: yeah. Not gonna lie, you kind of do. I
2: do, right? I it's got because I got such a big head. Yes. That every hat they ever give me is just too small. Too small. Even the extra large's are too small. So yeah, yes. It's all, going to on record right now. I look goofy in a hat. I'll admit it. All right. Well, the, I'm the not thing as is, hot as I always think. I get it. I get it. When all you're right? in
3: victory lane and you're doing the hat dance, see, exactly. no problem. Right. But no
2: problem. I'll wear your hat all day. Yep. But outside of that, outside of that, nope. No Sorry. hats. No hats. No hats. No hats. Sorry.
3: Joining the no hat society.
2: <laughs> I'll put I'll put uh I'll put like one of those belt loops or belts on with the flag on the back. Like the those parents have for little kids so when they lose them, <laughs> I'll just have like all those sponsors on my back so I don't have to See, I wear think you a need a
3: belt buckle. You're kind of a you're kind of a cowboy sort yeah, of. Yeah, I do
2: need a belt you need buckle. It, don't y- I? Yeah. If you're going to
3: wear a hat, it needs to be the a ten big gallon old, hat. The buckle. buckle. You already s- got the boots. that
2: says uh, For Us Farms on it. Yeah. Just a big giant just, F U. yeah, and just For Us a, Farms. You get
3: a buckle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my. <bye>. Uh, Race <laughs> to media brought to you by For Us Farms. <laughs> Oh my! It's, are, are, are it's going be, are, right there. It's are are, are going we right going to be allowed
1: back
10: on the air next week?
1: I weekend? don't know. Probably,
2: probably not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's our show,
2: but probably not. I'm hopefully sorry. not. Hopefully, I had, hopefully I, I, we'll be I okay. Had to plug, I had to plug for us farms. I had to. I'm under contract. <laughs> I kind of live there. All right.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on.
1: Yeah. So. On that note, I, I I feel like if I ask him another question, it's going to turn into another four-minute spiel that we don't have time for
2: because we only How have – How much time we got? One minute? About oh, a yeah, minute that's, that's before we enough. go. That's yeah. No, sure.
1: that's not enough. So with that, I'm going to say that uh, we still have a whole other second half of this show to go, yes, which we do. is a little bit terrifying and also great. Yeah. It's yeah. also great. Mm-hmm. So we're, we we still have to talk about Richmond this weekend. We haven't even gotten that far yet. Yep. Uh, I'm sure we'll Not talk to mention l- the
3: big NASCAR news of the day.
1: Oh, yes. There was that, too. So that, that's upcoming. And, you know, because we have to talk about qualifying because it seems like it's not practice we're talking about anymore. It's yes. qualifying. It's all about qualifying.
3: <sighs> not the race.
1: Not the right. race. It's about qualifying. Qualifying.
2: qualifying. Yep. Five minutes. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. Five I minutes. S- yep, yep. Five minutes. I we'll get to it. that. I said it. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not good at this radio stuff
1: we'll we'll get there. More motorsports madness brought to you by Edu. coming up right after this. Maybe
9: For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.
4: Hi, I'm Sheldon Cree, and you're listening to Race Talk on
10: Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. We're still in business. Sheldon. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did we go to Jamaica to get that salary?
1: <laughs> Jamaica. over know. in
3: Jamaica. Something like Yaman. that.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Uh as Tyler Ankram correctly pointed out, we're still here. We're mm-hmm. still alive. Yep. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, the Ankram kid, Randy Miller and Chris Murdoch are back behind the glass and I'm not sure whether they're actually keeping us on the air or just laughing hysterically at us. Oh, we lost
4: control about 30 seconds in <laughs> yeah, the show. I think Yeah, <laughs> you guys run at this yeah. point. I think they're doing both. I'm just pushing buttons. That's all I'm here for.
1: Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right. we
3: we have a qualifying thing. Yes, oh, yeah, we
1: we, we we do, and we can't even get oh. it, we can't even get into all of it because it's a short segment. So I, I'm going to use this to harass the chat. I mean, uh, your teammate that happens to now be in the chat. Yes, yes. yeah. Anth- Anthony showed up. Harass pasta. Ha, ha, pasta. Has it turned into a competition of which of the two of you can run better yet?
2: I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. i mean, Texas was pretty much our first really. Was it for our first race together? Yeah, it, it was. Might have been. Yeah. Did he? No, he didn't race Martinsville. I don't know why I was thinking he didn't race Martinsville. But I don't – he, he Anthony, f- Anthony, when is your next race? He was Charlotte. on – fire Charlotte. It is that Charlotte? Charlotte? It is Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte. okay, so yeah, yeah. we'll find out at Charlotte. Yeah. But, yeah. He was on fire at Texas. Literally, quite literally, yeah. yeah
3: literally. <laughs> I think, well, and you know what? That seemed to be at least some sort of a relation D- to yeah.
2: the side drafting thing. DGR is literally on fire. Decker was on fire, and then Anthony was on fire.
1: Hey – don't don't make that a three-peat. That would not. <sighs> Hopefully happen. not. Let's not go there. Let's yeah. not go there.
2: I mean, my looks are enough. Like, let's just be honest here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <sighs>
10: did yeah. The, didn't the boss man even catch on fire at Daytona at one point? Uh, I don't know if I think Gilliland
2: just shredded the tire. Well, that happened, but he made it to pit road. Yeah, he did. And then he was caught up in the last wreck. Maybe he did catch on fire. I don't know. All we know is we've wrecked a lot of race cars this year. Yeah. Great trucks at DGR. Yeah. Let's stop wrecking. Yeah, trucks. let's do that. That would be positive. Yeah, that'd be nice. So
1: the good news for everybody, or maybe just for us, I don't know, is that we have a whole nother half of this show to go yet. This is just halftime that yeah. we're getting ready to go to in just a minute. And we've
2: already talked about a lot. Yeah. Yes, we have. We have a lot more talk to talk about. Talk about. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk
1: about qualifying coming up in the uh, second half of this show, and uh I'll be curious your opinion of that on the Cup side because I know you have a fan hat just as much as we do. But first, we're going to take a break. When we return, Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, rolls on. I'm Jacob Seelman. We'll be right back.
6: We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the Internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you internet radio or as we call it wireless mobile radio is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential so contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of internet radio stations in the world your imagination is the only limit here Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue.
10: Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yeah. And Josh, you're going to?
5: Soccer, Dad.
8: persuasion
10: okay okay we're buckling up see all buckled
8: good choice i'll
10: just have to do my dad dance at dinner time what what no, no!
8: do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives never give up until they buckle up a message from the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up for more information strapmasters.com is the proud sponsor of NHRA top fuel driver clay milliken If you own a luxury car or SUV, eventually your high-tech suspension system is going to fail. And when it happens, call or click strutmasters.com for an American-made suspension conversion system that solves the problem for a fraction of what you'd pay at the dealer. And the only thing faster than the service you'll get at strutmasters.com is Clay Milliken stomping on that loud pedal. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron.
10: You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network.
1: weren't you just talking about him earlier in the show?
2: I was, yeah. I was singing his praises.
3: Yes. Well, a lot he's of people kinda do
1: sort of, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. kind of sort of done good. He he yeah. did the qualifying thing really good at Bristol last week. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Just wish then he could, had the know, mishap. I, w- on yeah. like three, I think him and Chad are getting
3: more on
1: the in same sync. page. You can tell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is a short segment, which lines up with the fact that we can start talking about NASCAR doing something short, which is shortening qualifying for the Cup Series this weekend in yes. Richmond. Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, as the officials say. Normally, that's five minutes. Prior Left. To the race, right. no, no. Oh, Normally five minutes minutes it's five minutes to the prior to the right. race to the yeah. command. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it is five minutes per round for all three rounds this weekend at Richmond. In about a minute, Tom. My two cents. This is not going to solve the
2: problem. No, it's not.
1: Thank yeah. you, Tyler. Tyler <laughs> agrees.
2: Nope. I, I I agree
3: as well because I think they're just all going to wait instead of basically what you did is you shortened the amount of time they're all going to wait yes. until they go. That's correct. Um, but we'll
2: see. Maybe I mean, it's only Richmond. I mean, how much of a draft? Are you I, you I really was going to say,
1: Richmond?
3: why are we drafting at
1: Richmond? Yeah, exactly. Here's,
2: here's the we thing I don't Richmond.
3: get with this, and I know it's a short segment. I'll 'll let, let us all ponder this over the break, yeah. okay? <sighs> so we go to group qualifying to make something for TV that's more exciting than – uh, then single car uh-huh. qualifying, then we all sit around and wait while, and basically hope we get one lap in. And, you know, I, I don't get it. I mean, it, it's like if that's what they're going to do, why are we doing group qualifying? Exactly. I, I hope it works out, but I just don't understand. You can start dead last in one of these races and get to the front if you're any good before the end of the first segment. Right. So Pretty much. You know, what's going on here?
1: Uh, well, I don't know what's going on, and we can talk more about what's going on or what we think is going on coming up in the uh, set rest of the second half of our show. We still have a lot to get to, including some IndyCar conversation, because yes. they at Long Beach NHRA. this weekend. NH- yes, NHRA. Yep. So coming off, to come. Yeah, coming off the four-wide yes. Nationals in Vegas, which was particularly intriguing, I might it say. It was. At complete with a much surprise race winner so we'll continue with motorsports madness powered by my computer career in just a couple
6: of minutes stick around you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Is your job
3: sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu.
6: The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports.
2: but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Matt
10: Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network.
1: I found your trombones, Tom. You did, yes. (laughs) Welcome back to... The big show. Yes. Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu. And I think it's just as good a time as any for me to ask Tom to my left. Yes. IT professional. I have family members that keep hearing this ad and asking, you know, what is that? How can I get involved in that? We know some people that can help with that. Yes, we do. How? and.
3: Wow, you just kind of uh, went through yeah, two I, seconds of yeah. puberty again there. Yeah. We can't help with that, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> no, that no, was not quite, the,
4: my, takes my quite the note not you that. Hit.
1: All right, get, getting back to IT. <laughs> here's
3: here's the deal with the IT. Here, it's real simple. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. You can take a free career evaluation test there. If you decide that IT might be the thing for you, it's pretty easy. You don't even have to do this full time. You can do it a few times a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses across the country. And in as little as four months, you can be a certified IT professional. There are over two million cybersecurity jobs that are unfilled right now in this country. And you could actually be in one of those in as little as four months. And my computer career has got you covered. This This is how simple it is. Go and get the cert- the, the certification. When <clears throat> Pardon me. When you're done with your training, here's what happens. Not only does my computer career work with hundreds of employers, but before it all starts, they have financial aid available, including the GI Bill if you're eligible. So there's no reason not to look at this either as a first career or a career change because it is something that is just going to be a growing career industry in this country for a long time to come. So go check out mycomputercareer.edu. Take the free career evaluation. If you decide that you want to pursue it, you can be an IT professional in as little as four months. That's all there is to it. My Computer Career is not rocket science. It's training for a better life. Okay. I think I have my voice back now. Uh but I got a question for Tyler. For Tyler, I so oh, darn fine. it. I want to or-
1: d- it's the orange vanilla coat. No, no, it's not. N-
3: no, in, in the uh in in the chat here is Mr. Ryan Tim. And Ryan says Oh crap. Ask Tyler <laughs> Ryan
2: says You're in ask trouble. Tyler
3: about the lid. Can we tell this story on this show? The lid?
2: Oh, the lid. The lid. Yes. So Ryan for me uh painted me a helmet and uh I wish I, I wish we could like I don't know. Pop it up for so everyone can see. But my father raced corn midgets as a child, so it's a throwback helmet.
3: Oh,
1: nice! For my
2: dad, or you could probably is it on Twitter? Uh, did you post it there? Maybe, maybe I'm not. I'm gonna go look. So
1: you did a re- if I can if I can find it, I'll make sure
3: Chris knows where to
1: find or, it. Well, O-fax we can get it up quick it enough.
3: Ryan, uh, so Ryan painted you a helmet that's yeah. a replica of your dad's old yeah. helmet from corn oh, midgets. Yeah, dude.
2: and it's a wow. really, it's a really that's cool good. helmet. And then uh, he works. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. There yep, it right is, right there. Yeah. Off Axis does some of the yeah. most amazing. So that's okay.
1: He, that's officially cool. That's oh the, wow! That's, look that's at that.
2: That's the he he pom- painted So that's awesome. Off Axis
1: Twitter, Chris, go. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody, we can get it up in
2: time, but if anybody needs a helmet painted, talk to Ryan Tim at thirteen and four. Off Axis, and so he'll can, he'll I hook I you up in about of a week. A, yeah. A,
10: a breaking news thing. Oh, now
1: can I do the voice?
10: Go for it breaking news oh no what's so breaking we we don't really cover this sport a lot but, but monster jam announces a amusement park partnership with cedar point in sandusky ohio i'm create, okay with this to, to me create, too to create monster jam thunder alley that's, that's cool. officially wow. fantastic yeah, and i can cool. say
1: that because i've been
3: to cedar point so have I. I. yeah went there a lot <laughs> in the <laughs> 90s when uh, they had, of course, Supermodifieds raced at Sandusky Weekly for years and uh, made several trips to Sandusky for super races and, um, and and would always go to Cedar Point. That was a huge attraction um, about going to Sandusky. That's yes. great.
1: Hey, hey. Thorsport hey.
3: will enjoy that. Yeah.
1: Hey, Thorsport. <laughs> hey, Len. Len. We, we we need to plan a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll come see the come see the shop and we'll see Cedar Point. We'll too, make this happen. Or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Something like that. That would be fun. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. All right. So qualifying we, qualifying, we were talking about we were talking about qualifying <laughs> and we were talking
3: about how we all agree that we really don't believe this is going to solve. Here's my question. If I watched I watched Truck qualifying, I watched Xfinity qualifying there's never a problem in the truck yeah. or the Xfinity series. Why is it these cup drivers who it's are supposed to be drivers. the best?
1: Because they try to overthink everything.
3: Yeah, I mean, gosh, if the, if the underclasses can do it right, why, why don't you guys just go out and run the laps? I mean, really? Give me a break.
1: Because they try to over-engineer Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's... it's, it's it, it,
2: it. They try to take everything to the nth degree because yeah. track position and winning means that much more. But like in the truck... You know, it's group, qual- it's 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 stage qualifying, but it's still single car. So the only thing I'll say about that
3: is is look, everybody's blaming NASCAR for screwing up qualifying. Yeah, NASCAR tried to do a good thing. The drivers are the ones that are messing it up. I mean, mm-hmm. if the drivers would just do what they're supposed to, we wouldn't have any issues yeah. with that. NASCAR I mean, right, is trying. to Suarez
2: qualified third at Texas. Fourth. Fourth? Yeah, fourth, fourth, single car. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. Exactly. I mean, I know you want the poll. That's a point of pride and it
2: money or whatever right. it is, But yeah.
3: I mean, you know, really, it's like, come on.
2: I don't think shouldn't be that I, hard. I don't think the five minute, um, you know, no, uh, five minute mark is the answer. It's just going to cut down on everybody on right. how much time. Right. If you, everybody if you waits. wanted to really, you know, drive the stake for it's like, okay, everyone has to go. If it's a ten minute segment, everyone has to go. Every other minute, or some you got to have a time in before the first five minutes, or you got to have a time in the last. Well, five what about minutes. Or, the
3: minute you leave your pit stall? Yeah, you, you gotta
2: go go straight go. to the track. Or Jacob who,
3: suggested that a few weeks
2: ago. Yeah, that's, you have to straight, you can't not gonna stop. stop.
3: It's not yeah.
1: gonna stop people from waiting in their pit stalls, though. It just well, it, But at least they're stall.
3: waiting in their pit stall. And then yeah. if they blow their lap, well, so it's what? I mean, yeah. you know, there shouldn't be this big gang up at the end right. of pit road and yeah. exactly. know, cars clogging up the middle and whatever else. Yeah. I mean, if you move, you go.
1: Hey, can I circle back to the helmet for a minute? You
3: sure. can, because
2: yes. I love talking about that stuff. That is a sharp-looking yeah. helmet. Did your dad know you were going to do that? No, he did not. He didn't know it till we... That's awesome. I picked it up and... uh gave it to my dad and he thought it was super cool so my grandpa actually uh I posted that picture and my dad's helmet on the left was painted by an uh, painted by an auto body shop in Southern California back in the 80s that's and cool that guy uh found saw the picture on Twitter and then uh uh direct messaged me and said he he remember painting that my dad's helmet wow so, yeah. that's cool yeah are you
1: Was that a one race hole? You you keeping it for the rest of the year?
2: I I wore it at Texas and Martinsville. So that's cool. Nice. That's and and you know what? Great job,
1: Ryan Tim. We talk about this all the time too, and I, I, you know, this is really an an epitome of that. But you know, the family ties, especially in motorsports, are so
2: prevalent. Now,
1: what was your dad's reaction when he saw it?
2: I mean, he was surprised by it because he he didn't have an idea. But see. It, for him, he's most surprised by it because that's exactly what my dad does. My dad just, you know, he don't really he doesn't his his communication sucks. He just does things. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> you, he, I he hope your mother's it. not <laughs> listening to this. He, oh, no, she's gonna agree with me. Like, he, like, because <laughs> she, she, you know, she complains about me being too much like my dad. So, you know, so he just goes out and does things. So, for someone to do the same thing to him, I think it surprised him a little bit. But uh, yeah, he really liked the helmet. And uh, uh, I think that we're gonna do something more with them this year. Does nice. he? Does
1: he still have his original?
2: Yeah, yeah. What mm. you what you
1: need to do for for social is go back go back to the ranch and have you with your helmet and your dad. You know, do it do yeah. a side by side. Both of you have the <laughs> That'd two be helmets cool. together. Uh-huh. That'd, That'd be, be really cool. cool. That yeah. needs to happen. Yep. I agree. I, I we, nice. we could even put it out there. It was suggested on this show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's Boom. funny because you don't think about, sometimes. you know, everybody always said we throw back paint schemes on cars.
2: Yeah.
3: would it be fun if, if we started like at right? Darlington or wherever ha- doing helmets? a throwback helmet scheme? Well, yeah.
1: there is a throwback helmet theme going on, as a matter of fact, coming up. And we can talk about what that is and what series is doing it right after this so don't okay (laughs) don't go anywhere for Tyler Ankrum Tom Baker Randy Miller Chris Murdoch I'm Jacob Seelman this is Motorsports Madness and we're going to break (laughs) (laughs) computercareer.edu
6: and yes we are going to break we'll see you in a minute parents your son or daughter has had their license for a while now but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road high school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively they need to be prepared for any highway emergency for less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less.
2: Hi, I'm Cody Coughlin, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network.
3: Cody's at the uh, live at the Renaissance. Yeah. So conveniently,
1: by the way, he turned up over the weekend uh, racing. Not at the Renaissance, though. No, not at a Renaissance. In fact, he was racing uh, with the. Arca CRA Super Series at Anderson Speedway in Indiana. Well,
3: that is a bit of a renaissance for because for that's him. where he yeah, started. that's where he yeah. started. Yeah. yeah, there you go.
1: So uh, he he was running the triple seven, which I thought was really cool. It was kind of a gray stealth seven stealth nice. car. Um, finished top ten too in that race, a race that was won by uh, championship contender and series rookie Jack Dossie the third. Okay, fun race. I uh, I paid attention to that through uh, several different channels, and uh, it. it was it was a very varied storyline throughout the race. Dossie was probably the one constant, but okay. it was, you know it was cool to see Cody back. Decent field of uh, ARCA CRA supers over the weekend, so all's well there on that front. And uh, in the negative news department, where super late models are concerned, the All American Four Hundred
5: has, has been canceled, canceled for this weekend for the third time. Yeah. Flood. Yeah. Yeah, pending the, the, flood. The, the pending flood. Yeah, yeah it,
1: this, this is now I'm the mean, third time in six months that race has been canceled. And pretty now soon they're it, going to yeah. have
3: to run the 18- all American the day before the 19 All no, American. It's, it's, it's
1: done. It's over. It's oh, not happening. The 30, oh, the 30 no 4th, more postponements. The postponements. The winner of the 34th annual All American 400 will officially go in the rule book as rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, at least I don't have to pay him anything.
1: The good news <laughs> is the 35th All American 400 is set for November 2nd and 3rd. And for those watching on our Facebook live stream, Tyler's helmet that we were talking about during our last segment is now up on there, and yeah. uh, just a fun deal there. I, yeah, I I've fun. enjoyed being able to talk about that for a little yeah, bit because it's just sure. something that you know we we don't always get the opportunity to g- dig into stories like that. So yeah. so good on you, Tyler. Yeah. I, I'm or I'm Ryan f- or Ryan. Ryan. Not yeah either. yeah. Ryan yeah. good, good yeah, on Ryan for air doing it, and good on you for coming up with the idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. I was... To, throwback helmets leads me to throwback yes. helmets. I was going to talk about this, and Tom was really confused as to where I was going. Well, I wasn't confused. I was just waiting to hear. Ah, so then well, Then you pulled a Seacrest. And I know. I'm sorry. I held went to in suspense till after so, the break. So, the Chinese Grand Prix oh upcoming for Formula <laughs> One is the 1,000th race in the history of the championship. As such, many of the drivers who are competing... In the Chinese Grand Prix, will have throwback helmets to various periods in the history of the championship. Hence the tie in with yep. Tyler's okay. throwback helmet to his dad's. One of my personal favorites is George Russell at Williams, who's doing a split helmet. Half is his helmet design for this year, the other half is his dad's helmet design, which was inspired by Juan Pablo Montoya. Okay. Um, Daniel Ricardo. I believe is going to have a throwback helmet, and Daniels. I actually have to look up the uh, inspiration for
3: his. He needs to put a shoeie on his. Oh, yeah. that wouldn't be a Something throwback. Something with the shoeie. Shoei. No, I didn't mean like Schumacher. Oh, I it's not like on Twitter. Shoeie thing. Well, oh, that's yeah. interesting.
1: But but no, it's uh, I know Ricardo's doing one. Um, so I is can't, uh, I can't remember oh. if uh, one of the Ferrari guys. I wonder is if doing Lewis that.
3: Hamilton will do one.
1: I'd be willing to bet Lewis
3: might. I mean, you'd think that all of these guys would jump in and participate. Yeah. I mean, heck, you know, they've. They... Here it is. So, uh, Sir Jack Brabham,
1: that's Ricardo's inspiration. Ah, okay. I think wow, that's, that's cool. And I think that's to do with the number three, too, because I Makes believe sense. Brabham had the three yep, he for a did,
3: while. Yep, sure did. Absolutely.
1: And and I, cool. and I love that Matt, uh, Matt, I guess, just commented on it earlier today, seeing Brabham, it for the first time. Yeah, grandson. Jack's grandson. Yep. That's awesome. It's just a cool thing. That, well,
3: yeah. You know, Formula One's so uptight half the time. It's like, so, oh, you know. Half the time. Okay, the time. most of the time. <laughs> but, you know, that's what's been good, though, about yeah. having so many so much American more and more influence. younger drivers. Well, that too, but you got these younger kids now coming in mm-hmm. that, yeah.
2: that aren't as uptight. I, mean, I Australians... mean, they are about racing, but. Yeah, Australians are basically Americans. You know, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, their carbon footprint is like way higher than ours. So, right. I mean, pretty much the same.
3: Yeah, I mean, but but you get you know these these the Pierre Gasly's and the, the Leclairs and and um, you know Verstappen. I mean, those guys, the younger guys, have some personality and are not afraid to show it. You know, the, I think that's been good for the series, even though a couple of them haven't really shown their full potential yet. But,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, F1 needs that. So I wasn't even paying attention to the calendar to realize that the uh, Chinese Grand Prix is actually this weekend, yeah, too. <laughs> it is, yeah, So, I, so yeah, said before there's, there's a lot the of Four. racing going on this weekend. You've got NASCAR at Richmond Friday and yep. Saturday. You've got F1 in Shanghai. Yep. You've got IndyCar at Long Beach. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, what else have you got? You've got the uh, WeatherTech Championship, IMSA, at Long Beach this weekend. Yep. Um, You've got four days of all-star sprint car racing, Tony Stewart's series. Actually, Sebastian Bourdais is doing double duty. Yes, he is. He's driving the uh, Ford GT with uh, Chip Ganassi racing, and he's also going to be driving, of course, the IndyCar race for uh, Coyne Coyne. Basser-Sullivan. Yep. So
3: that's... Shoot, that's going to be fun. It's been a
1: while. I, I, well, it's been a while. I don't know if anybody's ever run double duty at Long Beach.
3: I don't know. It's going to go it's gonna be going to be an interesting challenge
5: because it really will be. That's, you know, that's be fun two to completely
3: watch. different cars, and on a track like that, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. On a street course, I think that would be a real challenge for sure to go from one one of those cars to the other. And they, you know, they drive completely differently. That's what I think I'm saying. That's the big thing, yeah. That's so, uh, it's not like you're driving Indian indie Light or you right. know, cup something that's yeah.
1: similar. It's two totally different things. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So be interesting. Out
1: of all, I, I, I mean, you know, we talk every everything on this show, and I think we were discussing it before the show about how you would be interested if the opportunity arose to do the Indy 500. I mean, what, what would be, if there, if there were one race or one series that you had a pipe dream to go race in outside of NASCAR that maybe somebody wouldn't guess right offhand? Outside of NASCAR? Yeah.
2: I'd love to go run Knoxville in the sprint car.
7: See, I, see
2: I dig that.
3: Yeah, I, do too. I, I would
2: love to run Knoxville. Uh, that's probably the one race. Why Knoxville, as it, opposed to like Eldora or somewhere? Well, for Why me, because Knoxville's just it's Knoxville. It's like people talk about Talladega. It's like oh, it's Talladega. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know Knoxville's, you know, pretty much a super speedway for sprint cars. Right, and I love it on iRacing. I, I, I race in Nox, Knoxville on iRacing. So all you the time. you've
1: turned laps in the sprint car. Oh yeah. IRacing? Oh
2: yeah. I I'm that one just super irritable 12-year-old that works on <laughs> well, that works on setups all day. You still
1: look like a 12-year-old. I know. Saying. I get that a lot. I get that a lot.
2: But I'm that one kid that, you know, sat there and then just waxes the field because he has that one special setup, and literally you're like a spring away from being mm-hmm. a second fast in the rest of the field, but...
1: What do you enjoy about Knoxville? On I- obviously, you have an experience in mm-hmm. real life, but at least the i racing. Well, i
2: racing is is so flat. I love the flat tracks, so it really you know gives you a lot of racing room. And uh, well, obviously, on i racing half the time all you do is get wrecked, <laughs> but uh, you know it gives you a lot of room to you know just race on the top and the bottom. So you almost almost you can r- pretty much race both. You know, you get you all you do is you know uh, uh, slide job. slide job. Sorry. I don't know why I couldn't think about that slide. <laughs> the, the slide, job. slide, slide job. job, slide job, slide <laughs> job. But yeah, you just slide job all day, then hopefully one time you make it stick. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love Knoxville and I racing, and, uh, and that's probably the one race I'd pro- love to get back into. Fair. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, have expected. I can
3: appreciate that too. I wouldn't have expected an open wheel answer there.
2: Yeah, I was thinking yeah. maybe a would love to drive. late model or something. I'm terrified of modifieds, but I'd love to race the Musket 250 in the modified. If it is still the Muscat 250 yes, this year.
1: Yes, it is this
2: year. Yeah, I'd love to do that because Bono has modifieds anyways. Yes, he does. So, That's a,
3: Man, I'm going to tell you what. If you got into one of those NASCAR Tour modifieds once, yeah, you would They'd you would change up. your tune real quick yeah. about being scared of them. You would be so addicted you'd want to do <laughs> it again.
1: Yeah. Ask Ryan Priest about that. Yeah, right? Yeah. He still does it, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah,
3: He'll yeah. do it in July. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's nothing like a modified or a super modified
2: to uh, – Grow you some
3: chest hair, chest hair. Yeah, yeah those
2: things <laughs> yeah. are just
3: super, super
2: fast. Fu Farm, Fu Farm Speedway. Yeah, Rust Farm Speedway.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's uh, that would be fun. You you should talk to Bono about
2: that. Yes. See if we well, give you a shot. Like last year, they almost won it. Yeah, they. But then, <laughs> yeah. Then, then, Until Justin yeah, Bond. Jovi. Yeah, I. You know, I didn't like him because of that. Then we had dinner a few weeks ago with him and <laughs> with uh, Priest. No, with the uh, Oh, with Bonsinger. Oh, Bonsinger. So he actually sat across from the table. I was like, I was just thinking, t- like the whole entire modified or that modified race. So then I finally asked him. He was like, Oh yeah, it's just kind of one of those racing deals, and I was almost ex- expecting him to be pissed off about it, but he was just normal. He's like, Yeah, it's just it's, it's whatever. He's a good dude. Just and I was like, Okay, can, this guy's, guy's kind of cool. Our show's quite. So we, yeah. uh, we uh we had a r- really cool, fun dinner with him and my parents and. Uh, Dave Lewis and RYR, or uh, Robert Yates Engine, so it's That's a cool. good group of people.
1: Yep, absolutely. So we know you have
2: to get home and do schoolwork. Yeah, before it we already, let, already that It's late? already almost 8.30, so
1: you you have about 60 seconds to thank whoever you need to thank. Well,
2: I'd like to thank Modern Me Company, Mays Hawaii, uh, uh, Trux Management, DGR Crosley, For Us Farms, obviously, uh, Coke Coke, Orange Vanilla, <laughs> For keeping me refreshed. Offaxis paint for Off your lids. Yep, Ryan, my buddy, for painting my painting my quote unquote lids. So uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course, and always Toyota. a pleasure, Toyota, man. Toyota. Of course, forgot forgot Toyota. Uh, uh, yeah, don't please Toyota. don't forget Toyota. Yeah. Toyota. Oh, I don't have Toyota my shirt. Don't you
1: me. don't have a Toyota logo tonight. No. Oops. Nope. It's sorry, you're already.
3: rocking the DGR Crosley logo. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need.
1: Yep. Has it been Has it been fun working with Turex? You yeah. Yes it's, or no? There. It's
2: been a ton of fun. Super fun. They uh. We got some shirts coming out next week, so I only got nice 30. merch. Thirty, so yeah, I got some merch coming out next week. Hopefully, we'll have we'll have the store up as well. Sweet. So uh, they work with me a lot, and they're they're so cool. And uh, Todd, Emily, and uh, Tony, and uh, Jason—they're all just such great people, and they're tons yes. to work
3: with. At Speak Tyler Rankram, on just about any social media, Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. tylerrankram.com. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And with that, we're going to step aside, to a break. When we come back, we have one more big segment, which probably means a lightning round and some more chaos. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. We'll be right back.
10: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story,
6: bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight.
3: Hi, I'm Brandon McReynolds, and you're
9: listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. There we
5: go. Yeah, little
3: Metallica digging us into the lightning round. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness,
1: powered by MyComputerCrew.edu. Brandon McReynolds had a good day at Bristol over the weekend. He uh, ran third and finds himself in an interesting spot in the uh, in points. He's going to kind of have a decision to make here before South Boston.
3: Yeah, really. Um, he really did a good job. I mean, that race, obviously, Sam Mayer didn't share anything. He just he just led everything. He won everything. He did a fantastic job for GMS Racing in that one to get the win. And Chase Cabry, as we mentioned earlier, for Rev Racing, a strong second for him. His best ever run at Bristol by far. And then, of course, uh, Mick Reynolds finishing in third. And, um, you know, Brandon is probably the... Uh, the oldest driver in that series or one of them right now. Um, so you're right. He's definitely going to have, have some choices here. Yes.
1: But. Hopefully good choices. Hopefully yes. full-time choices. NHRA That's what had, what I a, want. had a fun deal over the weekend. Yes, they did. Out that would Sydney be City. the first of two NHRA four-wide four yep. nationals of the season. That was at uh, the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Second at Vegas, I think it was. Yes, the second, second year of the four-wide race at Vegas. And <laughs> I'll tell you what. You want to talk about a surprise winner. Look no further than the top class oh, of yeah. NHRA. Because anybody who, ha- anybody who had Team Scrappers and Mike Salinas going to the winner's circle in top fuel... I need you to go get my lottery numbers for me because God bless Mike. I've been waiting for them to have a breakout performance, but I would not have expected it in a setting like that. The four wide nationals is arguably one of the, you know, premier events of the entire season. And that's huge for somebody like those points could be the
3: difference for Mike
1: between his team making the the countdown or not later
3: in the year. Yeah, it's it's always great. I say it so often on these shows. The thing I love about NHRA is you just never know. You got about three seconds. You know, that's literally what it comes down to and you better be right there and you just never know from week to week who's gonna be who's gonna be in victory lane and that is so cool to see Mike go and and beat all the the top drivers and and the bigger teams like Mm -hmm. that. That's a that's a Cinderella story and if I'm there ever pretty, was one.
1: I'm pretty sure that final featured Clay Milliken, Brittany Force, and Doug Coletta. I think it was Coletta, yeah. I mean, that the only power team that wasn't in that final quad was DSR.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean...
1: Which is pretty freaking impressive, if
3: you ask me. Well, it is. And, and you know, it's kind of funny because you come into Charlotte... Yeah. And, you know, you say, well, you wonder if the momentum continues. Absolutely right. Uh, funny
1: that. funny card, the defending champ was back on top, J.R. Todd, picking up the win yep. in the final round of the uh, Vegas Four Wides. Bo Butner continuing to do Bo Butner. Well, yeah, I was just
3: going to say Bo in Butner. Pro
1: sta- yeah, his retirement was so short-lived, he's come back and I think won two or three races out of the first yeah. handful here. And Pro Stock Bikes was fun. It's been a while since we've seen an Arana in the winner's circle. Hector Jr. Nice. Yep. getting the victory yep. there. So I, I, I enjoyed this all the way around. I love the four wide events because every once in a while, it really does give you a bit of a surprise winner. Yep. And how big was the, was the top fuel win for Mike Salinas after Las Vegas? He sits second to Doug Coletta in the championship, yeah, that's that is a amazing. independent team. Yep. Second in points, yep,
3: that's huge. That's great. Yeah, I love you it. You can't help but enjoy that story. I hope it no, keeps going. you
1: really can't. Uh, J.R. Todd up to fourth in the championship, less than a race behind Robert Height at the top. Uh, yeah, that Bob Utner guy or Bo Butner. His car actually says Bob. Bob. Under. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bo is now 140 points clear of Alex Laughlin, who somehow snuck up to second in the points when I wasn't looking. Um, that's, a, that's a heck of a run by Laughlin <laughs> to start nice. the season. I got to give him a ton of credit there. And uh, Hector Jr. now second in yeah. Pro Stock Motorcycle points, just three back of Andrew Hines. Sorry, I I I had to do it like they do uh, at the drag strip because okay. it's it's just fun. <laughs> you can do that anyway. Lightning round. We well, have we have nine minutes for that. Hey,
3: I want to just oh a yes. quick mention here. Yes, thank you us. to Sorry. Strutmasters.com. for We can't for, forget Strutmasters. Yeah, for for that uh, being uh, bringing that on the HRA report to us and making it possible. Uh, here's the deal: if you own a luxury car and SUV eventually that suspension system is going to fail so here's it's not a big deal just either get on the phone and call strut masters or go to the internet and dial them up at strutmasters.com and their american-made suspension conversion system will solve the problem and it's for a fraction of what you'd pay at the dealer and oh by the way they also have really cool stuff for motorcycles too and we're going to be telling you more about that in future weeks so Yeah, so thanks to Chip Lofton and the Strutmasters folks. Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning.
1: Step one of the lightning round. Okay. After what I would argue is an absolute breakout performance at Bristol for this particular team, rate the level of pressure from 1 to 100 on Matt DiBenedetto And the 95 team, because he is running a special paint scheme this weekend. Okay. He is running the Toyota used certified vehicles and Toyota owners, number 95 Toyota Camry in the Toyota owners 400.
4: And oh, by the way, they sold their 600th used vehicle uh, or 6,000th or something like that earlier today. Because he, he, he made the tweet and then retweeted it and said, now I'm under more pressure <laughs> because now the paint scheme actually means more.
1: Rate the pressure level zero to
3: 100. Uh, 20. I, I just don't, I don't think drivers think a lot about what's on their car when they're out there in the middle of the race, really. I think uh, everybody understands where Matt is right now. Oh, Randy.
1: By the way, before I let you give your number, you missed a few zeros. The six million. Uh, six that million. was. I was wondering oh, about the, that. The six, million, a six in there. Figured I figured they the had to have four <laughs> yeah. or five
3: zeros. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I okay. miss Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>
5: anyway.
4: Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway. So as far as pressure goes, I, I feel like the pressure is going to be on Matt himself, not so much yeah. the team, or not so much the sponsors, or not so much you know anybody but himself, because he's. He really beat himself up after Bristol because he knew he had a, a ride that was capable of finishing in the top five, and you know things happened, and he didn't make it there, and and he took him he took a beating himself on social media, you know, posting his videos that he posts, you know, every Monday talking yeah. about how disappointed he was in a twelfth place finish, and so the pressure is going to be all on him, and I, I think he's as much as he, he's a good friend of mine, and you know I love the guy to death, but I feel like he's beating himself so much about Bristol that he's going to put himself under more of a hole. Because he's trying so hard to build on the momentum they had going into Bristol, that he's right. putting more pressure on himself than it's worth, and that's probably not a good thing. So, I, I mean, as far as pressure from the team, I, I agree with Tom like a twenty percent, but for him, it's probably like a thousand percent because he really wants. To See, I goal. just I,
3: I i hope it isn't that because right. that's the worst thing you can do is go in with all this pressure on your shoulders and and really focusing on that. He's just going to go out and do what Matt does not drive. I say 50. Everybody makes mistakes. I
1: say 50 for exactly the same reason as Randy. I believe Matt is going to put a decent amount of pressure on himself to – quote-unquote make-up for Bristol, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I hope, like Randy, I hope he doesn't. But I I know Matt, and he, he probably will. But I hope they have another great run because it was so too. cool to see yeah. that car knocking on the fringes of a top-five finish Absolutely. last weekend Absolutely. at Bristol. I think that was huge. Short Let track us talk. racing yes. makes it possible. Short track, yes. And leads me to my next lightning round topic as well. Okay. Fans. Fans and the lack thereof at Bristol, and yet all the fans who are complaining on social media about the lack of fans.
3: What do we do? Um, look, for me, this is pretty simple. Okay, you can't... First thing you got to do is stop blaming NASCAR. I don't want to hear any more about the product. First of all, it's competition. Okay, college football attendance was was down across the board last year, Okay. Does that mean college football's got to be fixed? I mean, come on. Here's the deal. There's less camping. Um, Hotel prices were ridiculous. I mean, yes, NASCAR is still working on bringing the best racing back. But the racing at Bristol was fantastic. I mean, you know, it's a short track race. When you ask for more short tracks and you don't show up to the short track when they have it, then you're kind of a hypocrite. So there's a portion of the NASCAR audience, Jacob, I know you're going to agree with me. I love the word you used. They're toxic. You're not going to get them back. They're going to complain for the next 30 years because that's more fun to them now than than going to the track and just enjoying the racing that's there. I will say this, and then I'd love to hear Randy's opinion as well. For me, I do understand that the... The quick retirement of so many of the sports stars and the quick elevation of so many of the the younger drivers before the fans really could get emotionally attached to them is certainly a factor in all of this. And I get it. But here's my solution to that. Stop letting cup drivers run in the lower series so we can hear more about these younger guys so we can get more attached to them. And they can build a a fan base. You're not going to raise the minimum age to race in cup, Randy, back to 25 or 30 or whatever everybody wants it to be all of a sudden.
4: That's true. One of the biggest pet peeves for me is hearing people on social media say that they're diehard NASCAR fans, but but as soon as you say but, you've lost – because. The, the bottom line is, is that all these people are talking about is, well, they should go back to the way things were, the, the back in the old days. We're not going back to the way things were. Thank the we ways, can't. The way that we are doing it now is the way it's going to stay. We are not getting rid of the chase. We're not getting rid of the, the segments. We're not getting rid of group qualifying right now. But we're not going back to the old way. Right. So as soon as you say, I'm a diehard fan, but you're not a diehard fan. Because if you were a diehard fan, you'd watch the product regardless of whatever happens there are there are a million things right now that nascar does that we all sit here and go well that's stupid but we watch it anyway right. because we're yep. fans of the sport and if you're not watching the pro if you're not watching the product you're not buying the shirts, you're not going to the races you're not supporting the the sponsors you're not supporting nascar that's just the way it is and right. if you're not going to do that then stop watching the sport and stop getting on social media and complaining about the things that aren't going to change because you want to complain about them because one person complaining is yes. not going to change right. the whole society But,
3: Jacob, all. I do I'm, agree yes. with one thing he said. Hurry. Two, the shirts and the lack of it's a different fan experience yes. now. Somehow we got to get that back and get these drivers more engaging with the fans at the track.
1: Yes, we do. All right, my final point, and I'm actually going to play along with, uh, w- with this one because, well, <laughs> I, I can, and, y- and y'all had fun uh, taking up most of my time in the first two We're sorry. it's okay sorry, not buying sorry. or selling the move of all practice this weekend at richmond to nascar.com and the nascar digital platform um I, do, 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 would you rather
3: it be on tv i don't care one way or the other i don't think people get geeked out to watch practice personally nor do i think they get geeked out to watch qualifying as far as i'm concerned I'd rather see the races on the big network and all the other crap on the smaller ones. Yes, Christopher.
10: And if you're Tom and I, you watch it on the internet anyways because of YouTube TV. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Randy?
3: <laughs> I,
4: you know what? It doesn't matter to me, but I, from what, everything I understand, digital media is where NASCAR, like everybody gets their coverage from digital media. So yep. if that's what's going to help them get their numbers, then by all means, go for it.
1: I, you know, I get it's a cost-saving measure because it's less time you have to spend on TV cameras and yep. stuff. But there's a part of me that's always going to miss and miss hearing the television voices during practice and feel weird about hearing the NASCAR digital voices during practice. And maybe that's just me being a purist, but it, it just feels, it just feels weird to me. That's my two cents. Yeah. We're going to take our final break. We'll send this show on its way when we come back. This is Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Stick with us.
9: Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Oh,
5: yeah.
0: Boy, Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against junk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you.
6: Motorsports Sales Professionals.
2: Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network.
1: Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, and we are going to take a just quick second to uh, basically decide who's going to win Richmond this weekend. Xfinity and Cup, and if you have, oh, if gosh. you can do why and. Ten seconds, do that, too.
3: Um, let's see. Xfinity, you know what? I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick to get his, hey, first, why not? get his first Xfinity win. And I'm going with on the Cup side to me right now until somebody proves they can beat Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch wins.
4: Randy. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Christopher Bell in the Xfinity series and Denny Hamlin in Cup because Denny and Richmond in home track. And there you go. Yes, Christopher.
10: I am going with Noah Gregson in Xfinity and uh, Ryan Blaney. Dang
1: it, Chris. You stole my thunder Uh because after his debut last year at Richmond and running down Bell in the closing laps, I love the idea of Noah Gregson going to victory lane with JRM at Richmond. So I am picking him to win in the Xfinity series. And on the cup side, much like Tom, until somebody beats Kyle Busch, especially considering he has eight wins at Richmond already and going for three in a row, Yeah, Kyle Busch is the guy, period, bar none. I say he gets number four on the season in the Cup Series this weekend, which is actually a little terrifying, all things considered, that we're only going to be nine races into it. With that, it's time to throw a checkered flag on this edition of Motorsports Madness. Thanks to HMS Motorsports, Strutmasters, and MyComputerCareer.edu for what they do to make this show possible. For Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch, I'm Jacob Seelman. Inviting you to keep it off the wall, folks. And if you're headed to a racetrack somewhere this weekend, we might just see you there. Have a safe racing weekend till we meet again.
0: You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit RaceChaserOnline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.PerformanceMotorsportsNetwork.com a member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up.